Genesis chapter number 48. Genesis, if you have a hard copy, you have a soft copy. But if you're here, you can't find Genesis, come to Jesus. Can I pray with you? <laughs> it's literally the first book in the Bible. Let's go to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 48. We'll read 10 to 14, then 17 to 19. We're starting a new series this morning called Cross Position. It's going to bless you. Amen. Glory to God. Genesis chapter 48. From verse 10 to 14, and then we go to 17 to 19. Then we'll go to 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18, and we'll travel from there. Amen. Glory to God. It says, now the eyes of Israel, can we stop the distraction? Now the eyes of Israel were dim of for age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near unto him, and kissed them, and embraced them. Next verse. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face. And lo, God had showed me also thy seed. Next verse. And Joseph brought them unto, brought them out from between his knees and bowed himself with his face to the earth. Next verse. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim, in his right hand and towards Israel's left. And Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand and brought them near unto him. Next verse. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head instead, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hand wittingly, for Manasseh was the first son. Let's go to 17 and 18. And Joseph saw that the father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim. It displeased him, and it held up his father's hands to remove it from Ephraim's head. Unto Manasseh's head. Next verse. And Joseph said unto his father, Not so, my father. And this is the firstborn, for this is the firstborn. Put thy right hand upon his head. I love it. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Let's read this together in concert at the count of three. One, two, three, go. For the preaching of is Okay, we need to read, we need to say it well. I want you to. I know that some of you, a lot of us, don't eat on Sunday mornings, especially if you come for first service. But use that last strength of yours to read this. One, two, three, go. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto, unto us which is saved, it is the power. So we're going to do it one more time, just as a memory verse, a verse that you learned today in church. You may not understand it in its entirety and totality because you have not been to church for a long time. But if it stays in your spirit, after a while, God will begin to break it down to you. One more time. For the preaching of the cross to them. Foolishness. It is the power. Father, thank you for your word. Send the, ooh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel the anointing. Send your anointing that makes teaching and preaching easy. Open the eyes of your people. Throw your weight in this building. Let your name be glorified. Let your people be edified. Let the devils be terrified. In Jesus' matchless name. And everybody said, Amen. Tell your neighbor, take your cross position. 
One more time, say, take your... You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I started last week by saying to you that the God is responsible for the change of the heart at salvation, but the believer is responsible for the state of the heart part-time. God is responsible for the change of the heart at salvation, but the believer is responsible for the state of heart part-time. So the heart changed at salvation. So man doesn't have the right and the power to change the heart. Uh, that is God's responsibility. You only receive that by believing in what God has done in Christ for you. So that's why I say all the time that the heart sign is not the love sign. So if I'm going to say I love you now, it will be the love sign popping on your, on your social media handle. But the cross sign is the love sign. For God demonstrated his love towards us in that whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The heart sign cannot be the love sign because the Bible says in Jeremiah, the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked who can know it. So that cannot be the love sign. But I hope you know that the heart here in Jeremiah 17 verse 9 is not talking to the heart of the believer. Is talking to the heart of the unbeliever because the heart of the believer changes at salvation. So God is responsible for the change of the heart of the believer at salvation, but the believer is responsible for the state of your heart part time. How does the change of the heart happen? First Corinthians chapter 15 is by salvation. When you receive the gospel which was preached unto you, wherein you stand and you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, that is when the change of the heart takes place at salvation. Who's listening to me this morning? But the state of the heart is the responsibility of the believer. How, how do you get the state of your heart working properly? I'm glad you asked. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 2. Put it up there. Which also, by which also you are saved. So it is the gospel that saves you. Watch this. If you keep in memory what was preached unto you. So how do you check the state of your heart is that you keep in memory what was preached unto you. So your heart has changed, but the state you need to maintain by constantly hearing the word of God. Are you listening to me? So we are not of them that sing, creating me a cleaner. No, your heart is already clean. You are not David. He was not born again. So you can't read Psalm 51 on your life. David was not born again. Nobody was born again until the cross. We're coming there. Until resurrection. Are you listening to me? So that's not, your, that's not your call. But there was a prophetic word concerning this change of heart in Ezekiel 36. Let me show you Ezekiel 36. A new heart also will I give you. Did you see that? So Ezekiel was talking about, was he talking about a surgery, surgical operation? What do you think Paul was telling Peter all the time about circumcision? That circumcision is flesh. The real circumcision is the change of heart. Are you listening to me? The biggest problem within the P-square fight in Galatians chapter 2, Apostle Paul and Peter, is Peter was preaching salvation plus circumcision. Paul is saying, no, faith in Christ is what circumcises your heart. So it's not the bleeding of your flesh, it's the, the change of heart. 
So Ezekiel has prophesied 36, 26. Put it up there quickly. Ezekiel 36, 26. It says, a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put into you. I will take away what? The stony heart. That's the law. That's the law. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you what? A heart of flesh. That means I'm going to remove this heart of law and I'm going to give you the heart of the spirit. Are you seeing that? Tell your neighbor you have a good heart. Tell your neighbor you have a new heart. At salvation, you know salvation didn't change your skin? It didn't fix your tribal mark? If you were 200 kg, it doesn't change. For the Bible says the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So what happens at salvation is that your SIM card is connected to the network that you are in connection with God. That you have ported from death to life. So salvation is not trying to make bad people good. Salvation is trying to make dead people live. It's actually making dead people live. So Jesus didn't die to make bad people good. That's not the God. That's not the purpose of gathering in church. Let's just make bad people good. It's let's make dead people live. So when the dead man in spirit comes alive, that's the change of heart. Now, what is the importance of this state of your heart? Do you want to know? Oh, let me, do you really want to know? The importance of the state of your heart? Now, there's a parable that Jesus gave about the seed and the ground. And he says some fell on stony ground. You know what the stone is? Come on. We're Bible students here. You know what the stone is? Some, some fell on the, the, the ground where law is dominated and the word of God did not produce. God, I'm preaching. He, he fell on the, the ground where law and it, you know, it didn't, that means no matter how powerful the word of grace is, once he meets a heart where law is the, no, no. Then he says some fell by the wayside. Did you see that? That means they were just going to church, not like they really understood what was said in church, but mommy is a pastor, auntie is a deacon, mommy, daddy is an elder. So they just went by the wayside to a church and the word was being preached and they received it all. But guess what? Before they moved, the word fell out. But Jesus now said something. Stay with me. That some fell on good ground. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, don't distract me. Some fell on good ground. Now, the heart of the believer is good ground. The believer's heart is not the heart of stone. The believer's heart is not the, the, the heart by the wayside. The believer's heart is the good ground. But this good ground yielded 160, 30 fold. It's not the same. Give me my scripture. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. Which also beareth fruit. Watch this. And bringeth forth some. Some. And some. That is the state of the heart. I'm preaching good. That is the state of the heart. So it's not, so that's why you come to church. You just see some people slow to learn. You are talking for two years. Still, they are still, when you hear them talk, you're like, who? The heart is good. The person is born again, but the state of the heart is messed up. There's a lot of fleshly mindset trying to interject into the word of God. It's what we call in CGCs. 
trying to use the Bible to interpret something to favor your idiosyncrasies. Are you listening to me? That's the state of the heart. So the reason we say check the state of your heart is because it should produce a hundredfold. Tell your neighbor, I'm moving to a hundredfold. Oh, 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 oh. Say I'm moving to a hundredfold. The day God showed me this, I said, man, it's possible that as pastors, leaders, deacons, elders, you are hearing the word of God and it's not producing hundredfold because, you, because of the Bible says you have made the word of God of no effect because of your traditions, because of your idiosyncrasies, your peculiarity. This is the way I am. This is the way I, I, I see it. This is just who I am. No, 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 no. You, you don't bring that to the word of God. You get the word of God to fix who you are. Because the word of God shows you who you are. Because you don't know who you are. Your manner tells you who you are. And the manner of the believer is the word of God. Somebody say amen. amen. And that's why if you are a believer, you don't have relationship with the word of God. You're messing up your life. You, you're, you're not exposed to the word of God. You're messing up your life. There's morning coming every morning. You don't join. That's because you're not an early riser. You're messing up your life. Pursuit is the proof of what? Desire. You can't say you desire spiritual growth and there's no sign to show about that desire. It's like a guy telling you that he really loves you but calls you twice a month. They will say, ah, where have you been again? Ah, I've missed you. How? Did you have weak low? Did you have amnesia? So the proof of desire is what? Pursuit. So you cannot be the believer and you don't have relationship with God's word. You don't spend time with God's word. You don't give value to God's word. And you think you can walk on the state of your heart. You're playing. Your business meetings and your jobs are usually Sunday mornings. That's when you fix it. You don't have regard for the word of God. If nobody has told you, I will tell you. You don't have regard for the word of God. Is that the day that you want to dedicate it to hear God's word? You were already dealing with your personal study that is epileptic. Then you know the day that last I'm not telling you then the day that that's the day home. I think we can meet on Sunday morning after coffee for, for, for breakfast. The, the, word, the word of God. Then you're not ready. Because pursuit is what the proof of desire. And even for people, I, I, I don't read my Bible to preach. I can't preach everything that I know. So this is how I preach. If you know me, I preach like this, I come back a little bit. Then I, I take you guys a step forward again. I come back a little bit. I check it again. I there, and I move again. Because if I take you to where I'm going to, you won't understand. So I don't read my Bible to preach. I read my Bible to feed. I read my Bible to live. Any desire to preach, Max, without a corresponding burden to study is just a flare to perform. Did you hear what I said? It's performance that is doing you. Any passion to preach, you know, you know, church people, as you just get small revelation, I want to I'm an evangelist now. I want to preach. Any passion to preach without a burden to study is just a desire to perform. And that your performance, you will disgrace yourself. Because you are about the performance, you are not about the diligence. Oh my God. Are you listening to me? So any passion to preach without a corresponding burden to study is just a desire to perform. Are you listening to me? See what the Bible says. Paul speaking. 
to Timothy. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. First Timothy 4, verse 13. He says, Till I come, give attendance to what? And to, ex- and to what? Put it in the next translation. It says, So until I come, be diligent in what? Not looking, devouring. Have you seen people devour food? Have you, have you, have you ever seen a, a, a see, you, oh boy, you devour this food, oh. Like you are eating it a great, one of my greatest inspiration, Bishop Mike, I will never like, it was a meeting, I was, I think it was myself and Dr. Phil. He was in front when I was on the second roll, Dr. Phil's father was preaching. This man came, picked up a piece of paper and pen. The way he was writing the scripture, I'm like, we know this scripture now. He was not familiar with the scripture. Yes, yes. I'm like, at this age, Baba is still thirsty, hungry, because hunger is the sign of life. If you're not hungry, you're dying. So last, last time I traveled, I think I went, to, I went to a restaurant. After a while, I started eating anyhow. So I said, what the Spirit of God said to me, you've been, I've been going through a health challenge, so I was not eating properly. The first sign that I know that I'm well is that his appetite has come. Check anybody who is sick, they don't like to eat. So you're not hungry for God's word. It's showing the state of your heart. It's in a bad condition. Tell your neighbor, pastor is not talking to me. Is he talking to you? He says he's talking to us. (laughs) So the fact that the word of God is no longer doing you, that's the sign of sickness. Hey. That's the sign that you are sick. So when my daughter said, I don't, uh, can't eat, that, you are sick. That's why you can't eat. Once there is health, that you want to buy pizza. That you can't take me to buy pizza. I say, you don't wear low, man. I say, you don't wear low. You don't wear low. Hey, you don't wear low. But once you are sick, you lose appetite. So anything that makes you lose appetite for the word of God, my dear, check the state of your heart. And you are responsible for that one. You know the spirit of God will not jump on you. It doesn't rape. It requires consent. Am I? You guys are quite, you don't like me this morning. Oh, huh? well, you know, I really don't care about that. <laughs> Just obey God. Jeremiah 15, 16. Let me show you something. It says, thy words were found. And I ate, see Jeremiah, and I ate them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord. Do you have another translation, TPT on NLT? It says, when your word showed up, I ate them. I swallowed them whole. It says, what a feast. What delight I took in being yours, O God. That means when I saw the, it was an opportunity to feast. You will go to the airport. They will delay your flight. For three hours, you will sit down there. You come to the church. Yes, message don't they long go. There is something wrong with the state of your heart. You will be on the phone with one 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 human being talking. Then after where I just want to hear you breathe, breathe. <sighs> <sighs> It's your bread for me. Your bread there gives me life. Now, Jesus, Abby, they play. It's your bread in my lungs. I pour, I pour out my praise to you. 
They're in the morning. Ah, where have you been now? I've not heard from you all day. And God is saying, where have you been? I've not heard from you all day. Tell your neighbor, check the state of your heart. One more time, say, check the state of your heart. Job 23, 12. See what Job said. Neither have I gone back from thy commandment of thy lips. He says, for I have esteemed thy words of the mouth more than my necessary food. Job is saying, before I chop rice and have breakfast, I want to have feast with you. That I esteem your word more than this, my necessary food. Tell your neighbor, check the state of your heart. One more time, say, check the state of your heart. Second Timothy 2 verse 15, let's go, let's do this. You can read the Bible without studying it. But you can't study without reading it. Oh, that's so good. You can read the Bible without studying it. But you can't study without reading it. You can love. You cannot love without giving. But you can give without loving. So you can read the Bible without studying it. But the way to study the Bible, first step is that you will read it. Paul is saying to Timothy, study to show thyself approved unto the Lord, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, oh my God, rightly dividing the word of truth. So when you see rightly dividing the word of truth, the word there is sototomio. It actually describes a surgical operation where you are trying to fix the liver, you should not affect the kidney. That means establishing one truth should not destroy another truth. Establishing prayer shouldn't disturb study. Establishing study shouldn't disturb prayer. Are you getting me? Yes, Is the word rightly dividing the totomio? So this suggests to us that if the word of God can be rightly divided, it can be wrongly divided. Yeah. Oh, you don't believe that? Give me this in the next translation. Is it MPC? Study and be eager to do your utmost to present yourself to God, approved, tested by trial. And the house was quiet. A workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling, skillfully teaching the word of truth. So there's a skill required. There's a devotion required. That's why people just open the Bible and just talk Bible. I'm like, where, where did you come from? What is the, because the Bible cannot mean to you today what it did not mean to his original audience. So you cannot, you cannot edit it. The Bible says for no scripture is for personal interpretation. There's no part of the Bible that is for personal, personal, this is my personal interpretation. No, no, no. So you and I cannot read the Bible and have different meaning. No, it has one meaning. So you can't add to me, oh, the way I saw it, oh, the way I was looking at it, oh, the way it comes to me, oh, well, correct me if I'm wrong. You are wrong. So, first, let's settle it. You are here. Because I get this all the time. Even pastors. No, Piflo. The way I saw it, oh, the, way, the way it came to me, when I was, my own view, about, you don't have a view. There is the view about the scripture. I'm preaching good. I'm, I came with my amen. If you don't shout, I'm good. Glory to God. So what we do here is exegesis, not insegesis. Exegesis is let the Bible speak. It has a voice. It's not dumb. It's a talking book. Insegesis is you trying to put your own interpretation into it. 
And that's the fastest way to go, to go into error. For no scripture is for personal interpretation. And you can be mighty in scriptures and wrong in dividing. One particular name comes to mind. Two of them I don't handle at one time. Yes. No, not even that one. This one that, I, don't, I won't call his name. It's okay. You can be mighty in scripture and horrible in dividing. So when you hear the person talking, there's scripture from here to here. They're just talking and the potters and the mysteries. You're like, what is this person saying? And they have a lot of crowd, though. Say that guy, no, 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 leave him. Ah, hmm. when he talk like this here, you can be mighty in scriptures and horrible in dividing. Acts, let me show you something in the book of Acts. Acts says, 18.24, a certain man named what? Apollos. People actually think Paul, Peter's, um, Paul's competition was Peter. Peter was not a good preacher. Read your Bible. Peter couldn't preach. Paul's challenge was Apollos. When Apollos begins to speak here, did he say, uh uh-uh. uh, are you not sure we say we will leave Paul? Why do you think Paul was codely telling us, Emeka, I do not come to you in the eloquency of man's speech? Now, Apollos, they worry out. Apollos don't show him. He said, I do not come to you in the eloquency of, I come to you. He knows who he was talking to. This was Paul's company, Apollos. Apple. When Apollos begins to speak here, you'll be wondering, ah, ah, see person. See, look, let, let's see his CV now. Are, are you playing? He says a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexander. That means he was, he was a city boy. First. First. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but stayed in Alexander. No joke, so. Jesus went to this Alexander to stay. So Jesus left the manger, and came to the city. But Jesus is the bread of life. So the bread of life had to be born in a city called bread. Bethlehem means the house of bread. Apollos was city boy, an eloquent man. Not give a mic, you go collect. Mighty in scriptures. Came to Ephesus. Next verse. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. That means he go church. No, not be no, he didn't just get saved. Not be club boy when he repent. No, 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 no. It's not that guy. He did he did in the he did the LFC on no, no, not our own. He spoke, he spoke and taught that word diligently there. In the Greek, he spoke freely and boldly. That word diligently there is that he was free. That means Apollos don't even need your permission. Now let me talk to you guys. Was free. He was audacious. He was charismatic. He says the things of the Lord. Guess what? Knowing only the baptism of John. That means all those talk is only John baptism that he knew. This is the book of Acts. Jesus has died. <laughs> Resurrected, ascended. He no know that one. So you can be mighty in scripture, horrible in dividing. So he no finish class. He just come out. He was unbaked, underbaked. Not the food not done. Next verse, and began to speak boldly 
in the synagogue. So he was not even quiet about. And you know, the reason I've become very audacious about knowledge is that I've seen ignorant men speak boldly. They are, in, they are an inspiration to me. Yes. They are an inspiration to me. When I see ignorant men boldly, boah, I'm like, wow. My God. So much boldly. I'm like, I need to be, I need to be shouting now. Because ignorance cannot, swi- cannot silence knowledge. If I've paid the price to properly study the scriptures, then you throw something at me, I'm supposed to just chew it. So watch this. In the synagogue, whom went Aquila, not even Paulo, it was Minister Moji and Tena. <laughs> um, who are those? Tito, God bless you. Who are those? Efikozi. Mela. Fumbi. Amarina. When they now head. Guess what? Ah, ah, ah. Bro, bro, come, come, bro. Come, 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 come. Hey, hey, that's it. Not talk about outside again. No. Come, come, come. And expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. Thank you. So when you hear people like Bishop Mike say, I've preached this wrong thing for over 40 years until I found it, you want to respect humility. Nothing gets me as a man who has messed up but comes out and owns it and says, you know what? I messed up. I misinterpreted that thing. I didn't get this right and I got it right now. And then you move on in the right direction. I have a lot of respect for such people. As against trying to twist it, trying to defend it, then gaslight your crowd. Take responsibility, that's the word. And be accountable for it. That's one man that I said, hey, guys, all my years, all my preaching for 40 years. Are you listening to me? Go and burn it. Say, throw it away. 40 years of preaching. Say, throw it away. Start from now. Can, can, you, can you own up? You go, you do a person. You now be, be arrogant with it too. Are you listening to me in scriptures? So one of the major ways, let me teach you this and then we close. One of the major ways for biblical interpretation is cross position. You must know what the cross has done. Because the cross changed everything. Life before the cross and life after the cross are not the same. Don't let anybody fool you. Uh, Old Testament and New Testament, they are all the same. All of them, don't try to divide them. If I, all of them are Bible, and our Bible, and our Bible. If I read some things in the Old Covenant for you, will you say amen? Just bring them to me. I will show you some places. Say amen to this. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You know, Isaiah is a funny guy, though. Every time he cursed them, he said, whoa, 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 whoa. When he came to redemption, he said he was wounded for our. He quickly said, ah, this make I enter. He, whoa, 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 whoa. When he got to say he was wounded for our. Bruce for our. The chastisement of our. We. After he has seen <laughs> Because, <laughs> let's, let's, let me move. So there are things that get to the cross. I'm teaching good this morning. I, I'm serious. I'm teaching very good. There are things that get to the cross and they are obliterated. Animal sacrifice, Hebrews 10 verse 6. Totally, they are canceled at the cross. 
once they get to the cross, it's cancelled. He says, in bought offerings and sacrifice of sins, thou hast no pleasure in. There are things that get to the cross and they are not cancelled, they are changed. Listen to me. There are things that come to the cross and they are obliterated. Straight up. There are things that come to the cross and they are not cancelled, they are changed. Giving changed at the cross. Tithing changed at the cross. Oh, they're going to kill me for this too. The percentage after the cross is generosity, not 10%. Any man desires, First Corinthians, put it there. Let giving flow from your heart and not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving because God loves what? So the percentage in the New Testament is generosity. Whatever that means to you, give it to God. Not your mathematics. Let me calculate um, the tithe now. Because tithing is mechanical and mathematical. If you give above 10%, it's not your tithe. If you give, yes. If you give below 10%, it's not your tithe. It's mathematics. It must be 10%. So why do you want to tie yourself there? Gross, you will not be calculating gross on it. That's another, another Bible study. Was he gross? Was he net? Was he profit? See, see this in message. Message says, I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give that will protect you against sub stories, stories that touch. And I'm twisting. God loves it when the giver delights in the giving. The percentage in the New Testament is generosity. Don't let anybody tie you to this. Now, this cannot make people very irresponsible. Ah, thank God. Hey, tithe for this show. show. Ah, I really love the pastor. Ah, I keep my money. You are irresponsible. Because a responsible believer will give. But nobody's going to put a knife on your head or gun on your head to tell you what to give. There's some things that my wife and my mom and family members who I'm father to get from me every month is not by force that he put gun on my head to give it to them. It's just me responding as the father of the house. Let me, so, watch this. Some things get to the cross and they are what? Cancelled. Some things get to the cross, cross and they are changed. Some things get to the cross and do not change. Honor doesn't change. The cross did not change honor. Honor did not change at the cross. Discipline did not change at the cross. Neither was he cancelled at the cross. Whom the father loves, he disciplines. Because there's a lot of these grace people who feel like discipline. No, 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 no. He did not change at the cross. But God won't kill you. God won't shame you because he wants to change you. Am I teaching good? I like the choir this morning. It's fine. So let's see Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53, verse 5 and 6. I want us to read this carefully. One, two, three, go. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with the stripes we were... were. Can you see the scripture? Can you see the scripture? Can you put... First Peter 2 verse 24 underneath. If you can do that for me. Underneath. If you can put both. Okay, side to side. Okay. No, just 5 and, five and 24. Not, um, not 5, 6. Just 5 and 24. Then you go to 6 and 25. Do that for me. I want to show, show you something. 5 and 24. Then we we'll go to 6 and 25. Okay, I'll work with this since you, it's taking you time to do this. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Can you see this? 
He was bruised for our iniquities. Can you see this? The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are what? Come here. Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes, what? So Peter says, by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Isaiah is saying, we are healed. Because Isaiah is looking at the cross, Peter is looking from the finished work. So the cross changed it. Therefore, the believer is not the sick trying to be healed. The believer is the healed enforcing the healing of God. So I'm not the woman with the issue of blood trying to touch Jesus. I'm the one carrying Jesus and they are trying to touch me. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I feel it. I feel it. One more time. I say, I'm not the woman with the issue of blood trying to touch Jesus. So we don't come to say, this is the time. Just touch Jesus. No, 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 no. I'm the one who's carrying Jesus. And my world is trying to touch me. I pray for somebody this morning that as you get to work tomorrow, virtue would come out of you. You walk into people who are sick and they will become healed. You walk into confused people and the power of God will come on them. You come into people who don't have direction and by the word of knowledge by the word of god's spirit you will dispense the wisdom of god at work in the name of jesus i prophesy that you have life within you and the bible says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water you're not a thirsty trying to get water you're the river trying to dispense water i prophesy in the name of jesus christ of nazareth that you are a dispenser of life now as you walk into people sick people will get healed the supernatural is natural to you if this is your world throw your hands up and shout thank you Jesus sit, sit 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 did you see that so as I said by his stripes we are healed Peter says no by his stripes we were healed so if you get healed in this service this is not the day God healed you Jesus healed you on the cross of Calvary you just received faith to take what grace has already done for you. I'm preaching good. So I'm not telling you you are going to be blessed. I'm telling you you are already blessed. Because on the finished talk of Calvary, God called you blessed on the cross. So you're not trying to achieve, you're trying to manifest. Oh, you didn't hear me. You're not trying to achieve it, you're trying to manifest. So let's go to 24. Oh, I like this. Give me, give me 6 and 25. Fantastic. See what Isaiah said. We, all we like sheep have gone astray. I love this. And have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Peter says, for we were going astray, but are now returned. To the shepherd and the bishop of our soul. So the cross changed it. So who Isaiah was talking to there. The Old Testament was written for you but not to you. The cross changed everything. So I'm not the sheep who's going astray. I'm the one who was but have been found by the bishop of my soul. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. First Corinthians 2 verse 9. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Let me show you scriptures. Are you learning something? Tell the neighbor the cross changed everything. Say the cross changed everything. 
I'm not the cost trying to be blessed. I'm the blessed expressing the blessing. I don't like the way you're speaking. I'm the blessed expressing the blessing. Tell your neighbor, I'm not the sick trying to be healed. I'm the healed enforcing my healing. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, I'm not the one who's running from the devil. The devil is running away from me. Tell your neighbor, I'm not darkness who flees from light. I am the light of God. I carry light. I be light. I am in light. Light is in me. I light. Light! Glory to God. He now says, because we read the scriptures all the scripture all the time, but as it is written, I had not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of man the things which God have prepared for them that love him. I'm prophesying, oh, people don't know. I have not seen, ears have not heard. What this scripture is not a new testament scripture. So you can't read this scripture and put it on your life. Paul was talking, talking about something he read in Isaiah 64. Put it there. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eye seen, O God, besides thee, what he had prepared for him. Go to my scripture in the book of um, Corinthians 9, 2, 9. So this is what Paul was saying. But as it is written in Isaiah. But this is a good place of, I prophesy, eyes have no seen, ears have no heard. You would jump, oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Eyes have no seen. But that's not a New Testament scripture. See the next verse. But God has revealed them unto us by the Spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. So eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, but I know it in my spirit. Tell your neighbor, I know it in my spirit. I can't explain it, but I know that I cannot fail. I can't explain it to you, but I know that I cannot fail. I can't explain to you, but I know I cannot be barren. I, can't I know that I cannot be on the floor forever. Because I know it in my spirit. The how is not my business. My believing is my business. And if I believe in the finished work of the cross of Calvary, how God is going to turn this embarrassment into glory is not my business. But I can sense it in my spirit. I know it in my spirit that God is about to bring a message out of this mess. Bring power out of my pain. Bring ministry out of my misery. I can tell it in my spirit. This is the power of the cross. This is the power of cross position. We know. How? I don't know. Explain. I don't know. But I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded. I can't die untimely. Waiting for my embarrassment. You wait for a long time. As you wish it for me, it's likely going to happen to you because I know unto him that is able to keep me from falling. Are you listening to me? Be careful what you wish on people like me and people like you who know this truth is going to bounce back to you. You're, you're going to taste that imagination of your head. Fast, it can never become my reality. 
tell your neighbor, I know in whom I have believed. How? I don't know. Mary said, how shall these things be? Since I know not a man, the angel said, that's not your business. Just believe, baby girl. The power of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. There's somebody here, God is saying, you can end the year in debt. You're here. I sense a supernatural, financial, supernatural supply. How are you going to sell out? How are you going to make it? God is saying, that's not your business. But you can sense it. As I began to preach, there was something checking in your spirit. It was a testimony that God is up to something. And I can feel it in this room. I don't know who you are. This is why I rejoice. This is why I clap. This is why I dance. It's not because the, the account just increased. It's not because I feel a lot better. But there's something in my spirit that tells me this year is not going to end like this. This year cannot end like this. I don't know how he's going to do it. But if he made the heavens and the earth in seven days two months is too long for god to do what i sense he's about to do in my life i feel it in my head down to my small little toes that god is about to shift some things i don't have anything to prove but i know it in my spirit if this is your word throw your hands up and shout thank you jesus yo sit sit Verse 16 now says, put it in. He says, but God had revealed it. 16, verse 16. Verse Corinthians 2, verse 16. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. He says, for who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? The answer is there, but we have the mind of Christ. <laughs> so guess what? This is a combination of Old Testament and New Testament. Because he asked Isaiah's question and answered it. That who has not, in us says, God says what? We have the mind of Christ. So we know the mind of Christ. Stop saying, I don't know what God was trying to do. No, I know the mind of Christ on this issue. I'm not sure if it, I know that this is not God. I know that this is God. I have the mind of Christ. I know the nature of God. And I also know that if I miss it, he can bar it. But I should know that this is not God. No, God doesn't behave like this. Daddy don't do like that. Daddy don't do like that. Tell anybody I know the mind of God. Because I have the spirit of God. Glory to God. Yo, sit, we're just talking. Oh, I've not even got into my message. Jesus. Jesus, okay. Let's see what we can do. Old Testament, Psalms 32 verse 1. Psalms 32 verse 1. It says what? Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. So in the Old Testament, sins are covered. Old Testament sins, what? Old Testament sins were what? Give me John. John says, the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, now behold the Lamb of God at what? So in the New Testament, sins are not covered. Sins are what? Tell your neighbor, it's taken away. Anything you cover is in your house. So, yeah. It's still there. Anything you cover is in your... That means sin was still there in the Old Testament. They just kept covering it, but it was still there. But now, the Lamb of God came to what? Take it. I will be merciful to your unrighteousness. And your sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Because it has been taken away. Tell your neighbor it has been taken away. Say it loud, it has been taken away. Say it loud, it has been taken away. 
Okay, let me just give two points and I close. First point is that the, the, the cross ended the old covenant. The cross ended the old covenant. The cross ended the old covenant. Old covenant died at the cross. Are you listening to me? Let me show you that in, in a minute. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. Jesus speaking. Because this is a scripture that people use a lot and they don't understand what the scripture says. Because it requires accurate dividing. Proper alignment of the scriptures. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. Because they show it to me. But Jesus said, think that I've, but I've come to fulfill it. Not to destroy it, but to fulfill it. So flourish. Pastor flourish. Jesus came. Jesus came to fulfill it. Did you read the next verse? For very less say unto you till heaven and earth pass. One jot or one tittle shall not in no wise pass from the law till it is fulfilled. Go back to the 17. Think not I have come to destroy the law, nor the prophet. I am not come to destroy it, but what? No, let, I need your mind walking. Your mind must walk in Jesus' name. Um, so I will use you. Please come. I will go doctor. Carry this thing. The fulfillment of this law is to carry this thing on his head. Put it on your head. So this is the fulfillment of the law. Are you seeing it? So once it's fulfilled, it don't finish. So keep it down. Oh, it's, it's just booting. Right? It's booting. Wait, wait, wait. No. He has done it to I don't know why he won't go class. He says, think not that I am come to destroy this law. Shows. And the prophet. But I'm not come to destroy, but to. Next verse. He run and finish. I don't know why he won't go wrong. Waiting to run for you. Why are you running? 70 years old man. Next verse. 18. Think not, no, next, 18, 18, 18. Okay, 18. For very less, you unto you till heaven and earth pass not one jot or tittle in no wise pass from the law till all, put your two hands, sorry, till all is fulfilled. Now that it is fulfilled, why do you want to fulfill it? Because it's already Put it down. I check my stand. No vex. Give me new living translation. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law or the writings of the prophet. No, I came to accomplish. The purpose has been accomplished. Next verse. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappears, not even the smallest detail of the law will disappear until... So one of the ways to understand the scripture is read 18 first, then read 17. Contextual reading. You read 18, you go to 17, then you come back to 18 again. That's studying, not reading. I'm teaching you. Put it down. Romans 11, verse 6. Let's read together. One, Romans 11, verse 6. 
No, 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 no. That's not what I'm Christ 4. Romans 10, 4. Romans 10, 4. 1, 2, 3, go. Christ is what? Why is it the end? So the law is not, it not really consign you. Christ ended it by fulfilling. Do you have another translation of verse 4? For Christ We'll read that one again and I'll go to my text and close. One, two, three, go. Oh, one more time we need to read it because you did you read it, you didn't it didn't enter. If this is the one I will do today and go to I had some other point. No, I'm fine. One, two, three, go. pity please I love it let's see pity for Christ it's simple you need a pastor to confuse you message one two three go message I'll be patient with message I know it's petty I'll be patient message come that we can close. I can go. The cross changed everything. The cross. Romans 10, 4 message is not a message. Okay. Okay, we just read verse 4. It's 10 to 4. The earlier revelation was intended simply to get us ready for the Messiah. Who then puts everything right for those who? Put it on. Give me TPT. Let me just end with TPT. For Christ, and because of him, so when I say to you that on the scale of righteousness, Jesus is no more righteous than you. Because what he gave to you was the Thank you. Sorry for dishonoring you, sir. Sorry. Sorry for dishonoring Sorry. So now that he has carried it for us, no to, no to, okay. The Bible says no man can fulfill it. Too. The only person that can fulfill it is the, is the man without sin. In him was no sin. He did no sin. He knew no sin. Now only him can do it. He now did it for us. What religion wants you to do is that come and carry it. So we are all struggling like this. Because we all can't lift it. Only Christ did it for us. So when he said it is finished on the cross, this is what he meant. Now English language, though. Okay. 
thank you. Let me go to my last point. I don't have time. I had, I had three points for you. First is, Christ has ended the law. You, you, you understand that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. You must know your teacher. One of the anointing I have is to make complex truths very simple. So when you come to my class and you don't get it, there's a big problem. It's a big, I can assure you, there's a big problem. Eh? It's the state of the heart. Hey, I must shake you. He just solved the puzzle. Because I, I did not. Thank you. Because he solved the puzzle. Because I used to wonder, I just put my member. You're talking in the blah, blah, blue. It's the state of the heart that brings that bulaba. Very good. So the last point, uh, the second point was really good. I'll teach you that next Sunday. Mm, the last, eh, next one was really good. I'll teach you that next Sunday. The last point today is the cross positioned you for the blessing. You, you, if you understand this, you'll be excited already. It is the cross that positioned you for the blessing. That means without the cross, <laughs> nothing for you before. <laughs> The cross positioned you for the blessing. So that nobody can, wrong English, good preaching, unposition you for the blessing. Hey, because to unposition you is to undo what Jesus has done. <laughs> I don't know that you're understanding me. Imagine. I don't know. Is there's a way he's doing me. Are you understanding me? There's no way anybody can. So only you can unposition yourself with the state of your heart. You see why the state of your heart is very important? Yeah. You'll be having in 30s. You'll be having crumbs and celebrating. No, no, that God wanted 100 for you. You'll be seeing crumbs. You'll be celebrating. No, no, that God wanted the bread, the bakery for you. You'll be shouting about crumbs. Because of the state of your heart that removes you from proper alignment of what the cross has already done in Christ for you, which includes being planted in a place where the gospel of God's grace is being taught. He that has ears, let him hear what the Spirit of God says to the churches. So nothing can unposition you. Once you understand this, eh, there, I care, there, there, there's a little Igberaga. It is not suit that makes me, oh, the suit. Oh, it's the chain. No, 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 no. You can wear all these things and not know what I know. My message is... They play. My messages are on YouTube free. So I know a pastor who, what he does, he just goes there. What I preach today, jot it down and preach. So he called me and said, this is what I've been doing. But I'm not getting the same results. So I told him, you can teach what you know. You will only give birth to who you are. Let's leave that conversation. Because if what you are teaching has not taught you. Oh, my, my daughter Marina said something really powerful. The reason you know that people have gotten the message is that they can teach it with simplicity. That's how I know that you have gotten it. It's when I tell you and you teach it in simple that you've gotten it. Let's deal with this thing and close. I didn't think it would be this. I thought, just thought it was something light. For, well, are you are you learning anything? Today? Did you are you learning it? Okay, good, good, good. 
the cross has positioned you for the blessing. Eh? The cross. Oh, the cross was can't be light. It's very heavy. <laughs> you know? Spirit of God said to me, you can't wear the cross and don't teach the cross. Only those of us who teach the cross will be qualified to wear the cross. <laughs> let's, let's do this. So my text, let me, let me close. So I'm going to act one small drama now. Stand up. You will be Isaac. Hmm? Do like old man's more now. Hey, stand away. <laughs> so, I said, do like Isaac. Yeah. Max, come. Put your hands on his shoulder. Yeah. Let me see what I can use to find trouble today. This black guy with glasses, come. Come. Put him. Max, come. No, stay there. Stay there. Yeah. Put your hand on his. No, 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 no. You put off your body. Put your hand up. Yes. Beautiful. You know, read the Bible. Oh, it's the heart's posture. It's the state of his heart. He's no, he's not. He wants to lay hands on his father. It's the state of his heart. <laughs> when I leave here. So. This guy is Joseph. Stanley is Joseph. This guy is Manasseh. This guy is Ephraim. Me, I'm Isaac. Israel. Israel is here. Now, Israel wants to bless Joseph's children. I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good. For the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So everything in the Old Testament are types and shadows of what will come in the New Testament. Imagine, didn't come to me quickly. So you just hold, hold, hold my mic. Hold my mic. So he's here. And he's about to bless Joseph's children. So Joseph brings both of them. And brings Manasseh. To my left hand as the father. Then brings, you climb up, so this guy top as you. Yeah. And brings Ephraim to my right hand. Because this is come close to come close to each other. Each other close to because this is how you bless. You bring the first son to the right and bring the second son to the left. And then the right hand of God. You remember? You, you see, if you miss church, you have missed it because it's a school. We are traveling in, yeah, it's a class. Yeah. So if you were in the last class, you, you, you get what I'm saying? When he brought him to Isaac, Israel rather, here's what Israel did. Israel goes like this. So he started shouting, no, no, not so my father. For he is the eldest. And this is the younger. He said, I know, I know my son. This position is the position of the cross. So it was the cross that positioned us for the blessing. That, that God crossed his hands from Adam to Jesus. 
from Ishmael to Isaac from Esau to Jacob from Vashti to Esther from Saul to De from law from effort to believe I hope with these few words of mine I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that if not for the cross for Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law being made a cause for us for it is written cost is everyone that hangs that the blessing of Abraham may become our portion for the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that are perishing but those of us who believe it is the power of God tell your neighbor God has crossed his hands over my life I was going to fail but he crossed his hands I was going to die but he crossed his hands I was going to be defeated but he crossed his hands right now I have the victory in Christ Jesus because God has crossed his hands over my life I prophesy over your life you are the blessed of the Lord so as you come into this we come into blessings upon blessings upon blessings this is why I say to you every Sunday yes indeed it won't be long now God's decree things are gonna happen so fast your head will swim one thing fast on the heels of the other you won't be able to keep up everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look blessings 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 look for four people tell them God has crossed his hands God has crossed his hands on the cross to God glory to God thank you for that thank you for that so, cross position so when the Bible says for God demonstrated his love on the cross he crossed his position. You didn't hear me. He crossed his position. He took your death. That you may take his life. He took your shame. That you may take his praise. He took your story. That you may come into his glory. He took your misery. And gave you his ministry. He took your pain. And gave you his power. God crossed his life. I am preaching. God crossed his life on the cross. So when the devil tries to tell you all this blah blah blue, yama yama, peckelemes. Just say, what, what, what is that? You are talking in the nonsense. God crossed himself on the cross. And ended the enmity between humanity and divinity. And poured out his blessing on the cross. 
So any pastor that is not teaching you this finished work truth is out of position because he's not cross position. <laughs> so next time you hear them talk, say, ah, hey, uh, he's not, a, what a position. You say, hey, uh, what a position because he's not cross positioned. The state of the heart. I just think this, you guys are really blessed in this church. I told somebody if I was not a pastor, I would be a member of the Logic Church. I'm not telling you the lie. To hear this good word every Sunday, what you should do is protect anybody who's bringing this good word to you and make sure that he's delivering. My, 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 my leader said to me, if he keeps scoring, they go keep passing the ball to him. Don't change him if he's scoring. Just keep passing the ball to him. Eh? Build a team around him to keep passing the ball to him. You are not cursed. Something bad may have happened to you. doesn't mean you are cursed. The cross canceled. The, the cross positioned us. Can you imagine that? Do you think, do you know who showed us that thing in Genesis? Moses. It's Moses who wrote that thing. And Moses was not born again. So you need to see from the epistles, not the shadow, not the picture, from the x-ray, to say, oh. Father, thank you. I, f I feel an anointing in this room. And it's an anointing for wealth with ease. I'm no, no, I'm not playing. No, no, I'm not playing. If you have a problem with wealth, it's not your service. It's fine. So I take that. But it's fine. You can just wait for us outside and just. But there's wealth with ease, and it is released right now. Right now. Oh, I said right now. Right now. Oh my God, I bring the cross of Calvary of e and everything that wants to stop your financial increase. It's going to give me strength. Put it up, put it up. My God, I saw something here. I bring the cross. I bring the power of the finished work of Jesus on the works of your hand. And I decree life has come. Restoration is here. We plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. That means I amplify the speakings of the blood of Jesus. Right now. I decree you come into everything that Christ has paid for. In Jesus' matchless name. And everybody said amen. Now clap your hands, church. Give God praise. Tell your neighbor the cross positioned me for the blessing. Come on, say the cross positioned me for the blessing.